of liberty, deplorables, lizard people, insurrectionists, election deniers, conspiracy theorists, and mega, ultra, mega extremist Republicans. I'm your host, Becca Marie, and you are listening to Freedom Speak. We are unindoctrinated, unvaccinated, unrestrained, unashamed, unrelenting, unapologetic, and unafraid. We are totally organic and non-GMO. On Conservative Talk, ABQ, KDAZ, 96.9 FM, AM 700, and you can listen from anywhere at conservativetalkabq.com. Check out my website if you want to listen to the replays of all my previous shows and on this show if you missed any of it at freedomspeaknm.com. You can also download the show notes, which I upload for each show each week, and you can do a little bit of further research on your own. You can also check out the podcast at SoundCloud, Spotify, Stitcher, and Apple iTunes. If you want to get started advertising or you want to send me your questions and comments, my email address is becca at freedomspeaknm.com. So, Happy New Year. It is now 2023. I hope you all had a really great um, New Year's celebration, had a really great Christmas. I took a week off, as you may have noticed. I went and visited my family out in Ohio, and uh, I actually drove through that awful mess, that uh, that storm that was going on right before Christmas. And I can tell you, my trip to Ohio was there, traveling there, not too fun. So I got a lot of topics today. There's been a lot of things happening over the past couple of weeks, um, and we're going to talk about that. I've got a really interesting guest with me today that I'm sure you guys have heard before. And uh, I'm going to start off with talking about a new term which I heard the other day called anti-science aggression. So this is a, a phrase coined by the WHO and a lot of idiots in academia. People who need someone else to do their thinking for them are the ones that go along with this. This moronic phrase is, as I said, anti-science aggression. And it's not an example of a stupid phrase written by stupid people, but rather is a manipulative phrase written by deceptive, power-hungry despots for a dull-witted growing population of the cognitively impaired. Now, Merriam-Webster defines aggression as a forceful action or procedure such as an unprovoked attack, especially when intended to dominate a master, or master, sorry. So, you must understand that groups like the WHO, socialist Democrats, socialist leftist media outlets, Big Pharma, and let's not forget people like Bill Gates and Klaus Schwab, that believe 80% of the world population should be eliminated. I've mentioned that numerous times on this show. They're trying to equate your refusal to allow yourself to be experimented on by the partaking of the death prick with some type of hostile or violent behavior by you. Just so you all understand, scientists are not immune to logical fallacies and are susceptible to making arguments based on unsound reasoning. The very people screaming, Aggression! 
I guess towards yourself or against the scientific method as a whole, have no idea of the long-term effects of this experimentation. In fact, the documentation is out there that there has been absolutely no trials done on the long-term effects of this so-called vax. And I hate to use that word in reference to this thing. I can call it experimental because the pharmaceutical companies like Pfizer bypassed all long-term and methodical study of its future potential dangers. I would say that forcing you to take something that they admit has killed, at minimum, tens of thousands of people, because the VAERS report only actually probably has about 1% of the actual cases, because most of them just don't get reported. Doctors are busy people. You know, if you've been to the doctor late, you know, they're like moving them in and out like cattle going into the office. They, they, got a really, they don't have time to do the extra paperwork. Not only that, but it has destroyed the health of hundreds of thousands, maybe millions, of people. That is the actual aggression. Them saying anti-science gives the impression that you discount all science. Having studied science in school and having personally conducted many experiments, I have a good grasp on the scientific method. I've also talked about that with all y'all in the past, too. If I'm experimenting and I blow up my lab and kill 10% of the people involved in the experiment, then some people might just consider it a failed experiment. I consider thousands of young people developing myocarditis and the heart failure that follows as something akin to a lab explosion. Let me just tell you what will be available to read in your news feed tomorrow and many tomorrows to come. That is, unless these things start being suppressed as many things already are. You'll read about the new or mutated virus. I heard that's just on my way into the station today about two more variants of the COVID. How concerned are you? I'm not concerned at all. I've never been concerned from the beginning. It's a variation of the flu. And as long as you use your brain and you use the proper therapeutics, you'll get better. Or maybe they're going to scare you with a new bacteria or a brain-eating amoeba. Or the now ever-popular unknown cause that is mystically causing deaths around the world. You'll read about the 40-year-old who died in their sleep. The healthy middle-aged TV newscaster that keels over during a broadcast. A young athlete in the prime of their life dying from cardiac arrest during a game or the 14-year-old who had a heart attack while at swimming practice. All of this, they say, is normal. You'll read about or experience in your own life doctors not being able to diagnose strange illnesses. Have you heard that? I've heard that a lot lately. You'll see more people getting cancer. You'll see more people not being able to get pregnant. And when they do conceive there will be a large number of miscarriages and stillborn deaths. That's a fact. It's hard to find out there, but in fact, that is really happening. By the way, you know, the drug companies, you know how they've been pushing the vax on pregnant women, babies. Do you realize that there have been no clinical trials whatsoever on the long-term effects of a pregnant woman getting this experimental 
mRNA injection. Do you know that? The criminals that have been pushing this fake emergency, and the reason I call it a fake emergency, is because if sick people would have had access to therapeutics that many medical professionals have proven work, will never admit they're wrong. To admit they were wrong would open themselves up to huge lawsuits if the public, general public, were to finally be told that most of the deaths that have occurred from this version of the flu could have been prevented. Truth of the matter is that this has all been politically and financially driven. Drug companies making billions and billions of dollars. Politicians making backroom deals. Power and money has been influencing this whole thing. Not whether or not you can be saved. And the doctors have been threatened to go along with it. And a lot of those doctors out there that are weak-minded and don't apparently believe in their own oath of do no harm, go along with it. If you speak out against the narrative, regardless if you are a very qualified medical profession, you will be censored, canceled, doxxed, your license taken away, your reputation destroyed, or even maybe be criminally charged. California even recently signed a bill into law which involved punishing doctors with opinions which the government deems misinformation. So-called medical professionals to this day are still spouting that everybody should get the jab because it is safe and effective. Even those that have been double-jabbed and triple-boosted have had the Rona multiple times and even spread the spike protein to others, including probably Grandma, and they're still saying this ridiculous statement, which I still, which I heard from somebody I know while I was out of town. I'm not going to say who. They make this ridiculous statement that says, if I hadn't got the vax, my symptoms would have been much worse. What exactly is the basis for this statement? They don't know. They don't ask questions. Using that logic, couldn't I make the statement that I have had multiple instances of mild symptoms and thank goodness I have not had the jab or my symptoms would have been worse? Isn't my statement just as accurate? It's based on, actually, it's probably based on some actual facts. <clears throat> Let me remind everyone of a fact we all seem to know prior to the time everyone lost their collective minds, and that includes the scientific community in 2020. A real vaccine prevents you from getting or spreading a particular type of disease period. I said this before, you know, you don't see people getting mild versions of polio. No, people don't get polio. Polio was wiped out by the vaccine. Nobody gets polio anymore. That's because it was really a vaccine. It wasn't an mRNA injection. I have previously mentioned the SDR, which stands for the Standard Death Rate that for 50 years has hovered around 7.5 people per 1,000. Those who are responsible for our current situation of chaos and calamity know that these numbers can't be hidden forever. If the SDR climbs to 15 people in 1,000, and I think that is most likely going to happen, 
then we will see an additional 2.1 million people die each year. If this happens, then we will see a decrease in our United States population as a whole. I believe this is one of the many reasons why people are being allowed to flood our border and enter our country to make up the number, and that way they can cover it up. You know, there are thousands of athletes around the world keeling over and dying from cardiac arrest. They don't get mentioned. Now, I've mentioned it on a previous show, and I named a whole bunch of them. It's a fact. And now we had this poor football player on the Buffalo Bills the other day that killed over. And I hear these idiots... I, I, I was watching a, I think it was CNN, maybe. I do watch those channels from time to time because I like to see what the idiots are trying to spout. They uh, were trying to say that, oh, well, you know, it was just because of the way he got hit, the particular way he got, got hit, and that's what caused this. Why has that never happened before? And there were nul- multiple people out there saying, this never, this has never happened. That's right, it hasn't ever happened. It's happening now. And, and I've said this before, that they might be able to cover up, you know, regular Joe, you and me, people that, you know, aren't, aren't famous, when we might keel over and die from a, from a jab-inflicted injury. But people that are famous, football stars, actors, news reporters, it's going to be really, really hard to ignore those cases. The same globalists who are calling you an aggressor and insisting on your partaking in the death prick are the same people who openly taught eugenics, which if you don't know what that word means, it stands for population control, and who constantly talk about global warming. That's the next thing to scare you into compliance. Saving the planet is just about curtailing the population down to a controllable number. They understand. If we wise up too soon, then the scam will be over. I'm hoping more people wake up this year. Because they're going to be bringing the tyranny stronger than ever this year in 2023. I think you can guarantee that. So, I have with me today in the studio, I have somebody that you, I'm sure if you've listened to the show, this, this station for a long time, maybe even that other station, which I won't mention who they are, might have heard her on there too, uh, Stella Padilla. Welcome to the show today, Stella. Well, thank you, and good afternoon, Albuquerque. <laughs> <laughs> How long has it been since you've been on the radio, Stella? Uh, since March of last year. March of last year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So... Things haven't changed. I mean, they're still going downward, spiral, everything that they're trying to push on you, the jab. And like you said, everybody's dropping dead, and they have the, a new term for it, the SADS, which is, a, you know. Which is very sad. Yeah, yeah very sad. <laughs> of sudden adult death syndrome. Like, right. That used to be only for babies, but now it's uh, adults just dropping dead out of nowhere. It's a new term that they've invented. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, yeah. it's sad now. It's sudden adult death syndrome. Yeah, with no explanation. No explanation. It's unexplained. Mm-hmm. You know, I was listening when I was listening to the thing on CNN the other day about the uh, Damar Hamlin 
thing. There was they brought on this university professor to talk about this thing, and she, you know, they, what they do is they they've been switching the subject. They'll they don't talk about they can't talk about what's this particular case because it's really really hard to avoid an explanation on this one. They'll talk well, you know, when players get older, it's like no, we're not talking about an old player here. We're talking about a young, healthy twenty-four year old man, somebody that is in the prime of his health. And she says, I don't want to speculate. Of course you don't, because you're living in fear like these doctors are. It's like you don't want to say what you think because you're afraid you'll be fired. That's right. And, you know, I'm just amazed that he even survived it. He must have been healthier than most because some of them just dropped dead right there on the field, you know. But he survived it. Thank God. Well, it's a miracle. And, you know, I think one thing that saved him is that he got very, very, they had a very quick response on on the field. They, somebody that was knowledgeable quickly came in and started doing CPR. And I mean, I think that's the only reason he was saved. And, I, and I'm hearing the latest news that apparently he's now, uh, he's now communicating with people and he's awake. Yeah, he's a lot better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I pray for him. I hope he gets better. Yeah, absolutely. You know, the NFL, I was reading something about this. I was wondering, okay, did the NFL mandate jabs well technically they didn't mandate jabs but from what i read they actually coerced people they said well if you don't do this there's likely going to be some penalties brought on you well they did that even to the the kids in school here in albuquerque they said you couldn't play if you didn't get the jab if you remember yeah they wouldn't let them uh, allow any sports activity from them if they didn't get the jab yeah. So it it is an ama- it's amazing that uh if they do it here in, in a small town whatever the NFL of course is going to be more demanding that they get the jab. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, from what I read like 95% of the NFL has been jabbed and a lot of people are out there asking the question was Damar jabbed? And it's like nobody's answering that question. So the lack of an answer to me is an answer. That's right. Because you know that the left if if he was not jabbed, they would be out there all over playing. Oh, see what happens when you don't get jabbed? You know, mm-hmm. that's what they'd be doing. But no, they're not saying that, so that's an answer. Mm-hmm. And an omission, and of course. It is. It is. Uh, they avoid af- actually having to talk about it because if they did, it, they would, it would be admitting their guilt, you know, that there was the jab was unsuccessful all along. They didn't need it. They could have survived it. It was like a flu. Uh, they did everything to stop it. Even when President Trump tried to get the ivermectin out because they said this is really going to help. Yeah. They banned it and said no. I mean, and before, ivermectin was never banned. No. But they banned it now because it helped. It's the wonder drug from Japan. Yeah. That's what they called it. Mm-hmm. And it's good for everything. I mean, mm-hmm. not just the flu. They use it for horses, dogs. They I do. Mean, ivermectin, yeah, it's like a little miracle drug, but it wasn't allowed to be used because, like they said, population control. Right. Get rid of some people. That's right. Uh-huh. Well, you know, the ivermectin, it's like they, keep, they kept calling it a horse dewormer. And it's like, you know, even the big stick station here in town, the, the idiots on that station were even spouting that nonsense, saying, oh, it's horse dewormer. You know, and it's like, and, every, and everybody just keeps repeating that ridiculous thing, but it's, it's, it's not true. 
I mean, it comes in two different forms. It comes, yes, it comes in a paste, which you can use to deworm your, your, your cattle or your horse or whatever. And it does a great job on that. It's anti-parasitic. It'll, it'll, it'll wipe out parasites. But it also has other uses. And that's why they do have a human version, which comes in a pill. But it's, it's the same thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I had a couple of friends that, were, that got sick. And, of course, the doctors and the hospitals weren't providing them with any treatment that was going to really save their life. And friends snuck in some horse paste to them. And they took it. And they got better. Yeah, wow. Well, you know about that, see, they keep repeating that it's for horses or for dogs or whatever. If they keep repeating it long enough, people believe it. They do. And, they, and they're easy. People are easily influenced. It's, it's beyond me why they don't investigate it and say, well, if it helps the horse, it'll help me. Who right. Ca- who cares if it, ha- what they, you know, what was it originally intended for? If it still helps the horse and it helps you, then you should not look down on it and say, it's strictly for animals because yeah. it's not. Right. It's not. So, what was I going to say? I had something on my mind. Oh, so what do you think about what's going on with the the thing with the house? Uh, I, yeah, I've been watching that going on over the past couple of days with the twenty holdouts, mm-hmm. and I've been once again we're hearing the the left coming out there saying all oh, these Republicans, you know, they can't they can't make up their mind on anything, and it's like you know it's like this is how incompetent they are. But you know, this is the way I look at it. I think that these 20 people, they're patriots. I, you know, I've, I've watched the, all of these people in this gang of 20, I call them the gang of 20, talking for the past few years. And these are the true patriots, the ones that ask questions. You know, like I do every week on this show, I ask questions. And it's like, that's what I encourage everybody else to do. Ask questions. Don't just blindly obey and blindly follow what you're told. But, you know, these people are asking questions, and they're, and they're fed up, and they're saying, hey, we've seen this nonsense has been going on for almost three years now, and we've had enough of it. We don't want a rhino as a, as a speaker. Now, I, I don't know. What do you think? Do you think Kevin McCarthy— It's like McCarthy's- a hot potato issue. Like, everybody's, like, thinking, is, are they going to attack me? Of course they're going to be attacked. You know, the left will attack anybody that's trying to be—a a patriot especially. They'll be attacked. And I, I don't think that the percentage of them that are involved now in being chosen for the speaker— I don't think they really care anymore that what the left thinks or whatever because we've seen what what they produce, which is all negativity, and they are definitely uh, for depopulation for some yeah, reason. I think so too. Mm-hmm. So, but I, you know, what I think we're seeing is I think we're seeing the 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 system actually working as it's intended to work. People change, are yeah. yeah, people are asking. It's hard. It should be hard to become speaker, and these people are working hard. Are are working asking questions. You know, and it's sad that there aren't more people in Congress, in the House, asking questions. You know, the the Democrats, people try to credit them for saying, oh, well, these Democrats, you know, they can make up their mind. They stick together. No, they're not making up their mind at all. That's the problem with Democrat politicians. They don't make up their mind. They're told what to do, and they blindly follow orders. Mm-hmm. And that's why they're blindly all just voting for that same guy. I can't remember what his name is now. It doesn't really matter to me. But— that's what they do. Just, they just go along like mindless drones, and 
I, I, I honestly do believe that the Democrats, I've been saying this forever, that they must have a list of talking points which gets distributed out to all of them. And, and they memorize them. And they memorize them. <laughs> you know, I'm still amazed that uh, as a Democrat, they, we are a blue state, as you're aware. But I grew up in New Mexico all my life. And yes, my family grew up as Democrats. And I, I used to ask my grandfather, you know, why are you a Democrat? And he would say, well, honey, they're for the poor. But now that I've, you know, grown up, and realized what it is there for keeping you poor and under control. And uh, the people in New Mexico don't get it. They don't understand that they see what's happening, but they blindly keep voting Democrat for some reason. And I realize there's a lot of cheating going on and everything, and I've seen it myself personally. I've witnessed it. And they they seem to just go with the flow. Like you said, people don't ask questions. Mm-hmm. They, they just follow orders or yeah. or whatever they're told to do, they do it. And I, I'm amazed that people are that, uh, I don't know, I don't want to use the word ignorant, but they're, they're just self-contained and they don't look forward to anything different. Their life has been horrible. They've lived here all their life and they know what they've gone through, but they don't, the change is not there. They, they're not willing to change and say, maybe this isn't working. Yeah. It, it, when is it, what does it take, New Mexico? What does it take to open up your eyes and say, this isn't working? You know, other states are flourishing. Ours is going downhill rapidly. We have the worst education. I don't have to tell you about what we, the crime is. A poor, it's horrible here in New Mexico. But they keep voting Democrat for I don't know what reason. And, and getting to talk to them. Well, they probably don't know the reason either. Well, yeah, yeah like you said, they just follow orders. Yeah. Oh. They do what they're told. Mm-hmm. So... I commend these 20 people for asking questions and stating demands, mm-hmm. although I, I think the impression I've been getting is that there, there, somebody made a really good point I was listening to this morning, that it's like, do they really want a speaker which, you know, they have to place all these restrictions on to guarantee that, that, that they're going to do their job the way they're supposed to? Mm-hmm. And, and represent our conservative values that we voted them in office to do well yeah the last speaker as you know (laughs) let's not well yeah let's go there let's go there yeah that's a scary thought you know the fact that she was third in command and if something happened to the president vice president she would have been president what a nightmare oh my gosh god yeah forget it i don't even want to think about that but you know they said that she was uh part of investigating the january 6th insurrection and that of all the uh, patriots went up there and caused all this damage and were those bloodthirsty insurrectionists bl- yeah she called them yeah. all these horrible names yes and and they weren't even they were just standing there watching to see what was going on and then all the proof came out that they had they opened the doors for the people that had the trump t-shirts on so they would look like there was you there's know, video footage yeah. proving it mm-hmm. and but still nothing happens still everybody just goes along with it I don't know. I'm glad she stepped down finally. I I am too. Mm-hmm. Thank God. I'll be glad when she is. She like well, she's not totally gone, but mm-hmm. I I'll be glad when she's totally gone. Mm. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. <laughs> but so you look at the things that have happened over the past. Well, since since the Biden crime family got put in charge of the country, got installed. That's what I'm going to say because mm-hmm. I don't believe he actually got elected. No. We've had the destruction of our energy independence. We've had. The misinformation governance board tried to get put through, and, and come on, they did it. They, they are doing it. They're censoring people. And the Twitter files 
are actually coming out and proving that, too, that, in fact, they were influencing social media, the government was. And the Misinformation Governance Board, it's been alive and well, I think, ever since Biden took office, and maybe even before then. Yeah, and they keep, what bothers me is that they keep getting away with everything. Everything that they do that is totally against the Constitution, against the law, they get away with everything, and it's okay. People are accepting it. They do. I don't know why. <sighs> well, you know, here's the thing. This is the significance of the House, okay? For those of you, and a lot of people don't even have a basic understanding of the, of the Constitution or the branches of government. Most people can't even name the three branches of government, you know. But the importance of the House is they hold the purse strings of the country. They're the ones that decide what we're going to be, a, what, we're gonna, what the government's going to spend money for and what they're not. So, you know, the Biden administ- the Biden regime, I'm going to call it the regime, the Biden regime has been pushing this idea of 87,000 additional IRS agents, which, come on, let's be realistic here. They're going to be going after, they're going to be shaking down middle class and lower class people. That's the easy, that's the low-hanging fruit. That's what they're going to go after. Now, those people in order to do their jobs, are going to receive paychecks. Well, guess what the House can do? The House can say, eh, no, we're going to defund those IRS agents. We're, we're not going to pay them. Well, you think they're still going to show up for work? Probably no. not. <laughs> <laughs> not really. <laughs> um, the destruction of our energy independence. I mean, a lot of people, I think when Trump was president, hated his personality so bad that they were completely blinded to the fact that this country was doing really good. Mm-hmm. We were all doing really good under Trump. And people got, you know, there's people that the only thing that mattered to them is, I don't like the way he tweets. I, 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 he's too mean. <laughs> yeah. they, uh, they can't hear the truth. No, they can't. No. So, hey, Stella, we're at the 30-minute break. Uh, Everybody, we'll be back in a couple minutes. We are going to uh, continue on this discussion. And I got a lot of other current events that are going on, too. And we got a lot of topics in in the entire show today that I want to talk about. So don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Dr. Dan Lafferty. And I'm Dr. Stephanie Z from ABQ Gentle Dentistry. Putting off a trip to the dentist due to dental anxiety? Let us ease your fears. At ABQ Gentle Dentistry, we are gentle from your first phone call with the receptionist to the dental chair for treatment. We offer oral conscious sedation, IV sedation, and nitrous gas. We have the latest technology to handle all your dental needs right in our office. Same day crowns, 3D x rays, 3D printing, digital intraoral photos, and laser technology. Let us transform your life by transforming your smile into a smile you can love. We also offer clear tray orthodontic therapy. You're part of the family here at ABQ Gentle Dentistry. Gentle is not just our name, it's how we treat our patients. We accept most insurance plans and also work with multiple lending companies to help make financing possible. Y hablamos español. We're located at 4550 Eubank Boulevard, Northeast, Suite 101. Give us a call at 505-292-8588 to begin your journey to an awesome smile. Or on the web at albuquerquegentledentist.com. 
Hi, I'm Dr. Karen Genter from High Desert Chiropractic and Wellness. For 27 years, I've been helping patients by gently treating the root cause of their health issues, not just symptoms. Treatments include various chiropractic techniques and therapies, such as electrical stimulation, ultrasound and intersegmental traction, or the roller table. Let's help you be your best self by helping you achieve optimal wellness and maintain it lifelong. Located at 5310 Homestead Road Northeast, call us at 505 292 Interested in getting your concealed carry permit? Perkins Protection Training offers state-approved concealed carry classes for both New Mexico and Utah, taught by a certified NRA instructor, local woman-owned and ran by husband and wife team since 2004. Individual coaching ensuring every student learns according to their individual needs, complete with pre-class and follow-up tutoring. One-on-one, beginner, and advanced classes also available. Mention KDAZ for 10% off class. Call 505-238-1214. That's 505-238-1214 or on the web at PerkinsProtectionTraining.com. Welcome back to Freedom Speak with Becca Marie. You are listening to Conservative Talk, ABQ, KDAZ, 96.9 FM, AM 700, and listen from anywhere at conservativetalkabq.com. I am here with my guest co-host today, Stella Padilla, and we've been talking about all, all the current news going on in the, wor- in the world right now, the, the, the fight going on in the House. I was talking about that before the break. And this is how... Our government is supposed to work. You know, they're supposed to, there's supposed to be some debate. If all they're going to do is just walk in lockstep and not ask questions, then, you know, what's, what's the purpose exactly. of them being there? Mm-hmm. I'm glad they are doing that. I am too. Mm-hmm. So, you know, one thing that really ticked me off right before the end of the year is you had this omnibus bill. That got pushed through. And we're going to talk about that more in detail um, in the second hour. But the reason I'm bringing that up is because that went through. It had an enormous amount of pork in it. And yet it went through. And there were actually several Republicans that voted for that. Did you believe that? I couldn't believe it. I didn't either. I couldn't believe it. Why didn't they try to block that? They could have. Mm -hmm. You know, they could have blocked it. And it's like... With the House getting ready to be taken over by the Republicans right after the first of the year, why in the world would they put that through? I, it, it baffles my mind. I have no idea why you would do something like that. I think they were Democrats posing as Republicans. Uh, yeah, I know. Oh. That's what it sounds like. <laughs> you know, and, and the other thing, too, and, and I want to see at, if this new Congress is going to do something about the debt ceiling problem, Okay. Every time they vote for another budget, they raise the debt ceiling. And I am so annoyed by that, constantly raising the debt ceiling. They're going to raise it to the point to where we no longer have enough GDP to even pay the interest on on all this money that they're borrowing from other countries. I mean, face it. Mm-hmm. So I, I would like to see them push back against that. Exactly. And, you know, who's going to be stuck paying all that? You know, not the seniors now because they're obviously already out in retirement and not earning, you know, enough money to 
tax them. But all these people who are voting for all this nonsense are, don't realize that they're going to be holding the bag with this huge deficit. That they'll be in tax more on their checks, you know. They don't understand that till it happens. Mm-hmm. And then it's too late, you know. Well, you know what's happening, and they actually talked about this. I think I was watching Newsmax over the weekend and, or no, over the past couple of days, actually. And they were talking about how these smoke-filled rooms, <laughs> you know, where they go into these smoke-filled rooms and they, t- they make these deals with each other. And, like, I'm even hearing people mentioning that there are some, and they call them moderate Republicans, Personally, I call them rhinos, okay? Mm-hmm. But try, consi- considering making deals with Democrats. No, I don't want to make any deals with Democrats. We've seen what Democrats can do, and they've nearly destroyed the country over the past couple of years. Literally. So, no, I don't want any deals with Democrats. No. <laughs> no, I don't. I want them to, to, to run things and run a physically conservative budget. That's what I want to see them do. I don't want to see any debt ceiling increase. It's like... You know, if you come up and it's like, oh, my gosh, to pay all this stuff, we've got to raise the debt ceiling. No, since you don't have enough to pay all this stuff, you need to get rid of some of that stuff. And then you need to bring it down to a level in which you do have the money to pay for it. I mean, that's what you and I do. Well, we have yeah, budgets. Exactly. And giving away all our money to other countries, you know, for their borders and their necessities. Well, what about us? What about our border? What about our citizens that could use help, you know, this this uh, recession that they have has damaged a lot of families. They're living in their cars and stuff, and the government doesn't care about them. No. But they'll go over there to another country and pay for their borders and for their people. And well, I realize that a lot of that money from Ukraine was money laundering. So money laundering. Yeah, that's. What I, I've doing. been saying all along that mm-hmm. the whole Ukraine thing is a money laundering of course, operation. It's, it's so obvious. You know, it's like a slap in the face. Yeah, it is. But there they are getting away with everything. You know, like you said, we need someone that is going to go in there and, and just look at it like a checking account, like you said. Yeah. If you don't have the money, don't use it for right. that. And, and quit supporting other countries. They need to balance their checkbook. Exactly. And they're not doing a very good job. No, they haven't been. They haven't been doing that for years. Yes. You know, I that's one thing I was talking about when Trump was in office. I was convinced he would be serving a second term. Why would you not reelect the most successful president in American history, in my, my opinion? Mm-hmm. It's like... Yeah, there's things that that people don't like about Trump, and it's like, yeah, I'm not, I, I don't like everything about Trump. You know, there, are, there are things uh, that I disagree with, but uh, and on a whole, our country was successful under Trump. Yes, it was, and you know, I, I was so proud of him that he stepped up to Korea by himself and went up and spoke to that by himself. Didn't need a, a, a huge security behind him. He went yeah. by himself like a true man, shook hands, spoke with him. You know, and and look at Korea was on friendly terms with us. Now, look, everybody's like mad at us and ready to attack us, and and he faced these challenges by himself like a man. Yeah, that's what I saw. No, I agree. Mm-hmm. I think so too. I think that moment in which he was standing there talking to Kim Jong-il, or Kim Jong-un, um, standing there at the, at the line for the, for the border, and he stepped across the border into North Korea. Mm-hmm. I, I, th- I looked at that as a historic moment. Yeah, I did too. I was in shock. I mean, was that on the cover of Time magazine? Because it should have been. It's, yeah, but it wasn't. Yeah. yeah. I, it, it was one of the biggest moments in American history, in my opinion. And it just got 
well overlooked by the media completely on yeah, purpose the media will put it away and never let it you know they will never advertise it in any way or, or give him any credit for anything because he he did do a lot for the country he did and we were independent you know we didn't need the energy independence oils. You and know. you know the the thing about the oil thing is that they said that in texas and and like hobbs and that corner of new mexico there's enough oil for like hundreds of years so there was no reason to cut it off or, or start buying from another saudi arabia why do we go buy oil from them when we have you know oil well yeah well yeah and trump would have never done that no he, he would have never that. done that he wouldn't have done that he he wouldn't have done that he wouldn't have traded a, a high level uh a prisoner for a basketball player oh my god um, no. you know it's like yeah he would have got the basketball player but he would have got some other things along with the basketball player it's like he you know he would have put his foot down with these guys because you know one thing that is true about when you're making a deal with someone you have the other side has to believe that you're willing to walk away and just cancel the deal altogether. It's like, fine, I'm not going to do anything then. Yeah. You have to be, you're, the other person you're dealing with has to believe that you're willing to walk away. And Trump was really good at that. You, yes, he sure was. I saw him in action many times, and I thought I was really proud of him that he could stand up there, you know, as a, pre- a standing president. But it was more than a president. It was like someone that was willing to face whatever consequences it took to take care of his country. Mm-hmm. That's what I l- saw in him more yeah. than anything. No, I think I think Donald Trump is a true patriot. I really do. I do too. It just, it just drove me crazy, people saying, oh, well, he's just in it for the money. It's like, that's the most stupid statement I've ever heard. He he's in it for the money. Check. He don't need any money. <laughs> no, and he never collected a check. He, no. he gave it back into you know the administration for road work or whatever. He, he never took a check, a paycheck. Or people stayed in his hotel and they paid... Well, yeah, if you stay in a hotel, you got to pay You got to pay your room. got to mm-hmm. pay for your room. got to pay for stuff. And it wasn't any more than all the other hotels there. Yeah, no. Yeah, so yeah. I, I just saw him as a president that really tried hard for his country, that really cared for America. But yeah. and, and I believe that he won the election. So. I think he did, too. Mm-hmm. I don't see how he could have lost. I, I, I don't see. I mean, I went to the rallies that he had, and they were overwhelmed. People would stand out in the rain, like 25,000 outside, because mm-hmm. the other, they didn't fit anymore in the stadium. They wouldn't leave. And when we went to uh, uh, a rally in uh, El Paso, there was the Biden people, all 13 of them. All 13 of all them. All 13 oh, were wow. protesting, you know, carrying right, banners yeah. and stuff. And all the people came out. It was overwhelming. I mean, they... They were like ants in the dust. They just walked past them and didn't ignore them. We ignored them, you know, because patriots don't do that, like stu- act stupid and start throwing no. rocks at them. No, and they don't. Get all crazy. We just ignore their I- insanity. Yeah. They're insane. But yeah, I've seen that. that he could not have possibly won with all the people standing behind him, Trump. Every there was it was overwhelming. Yeah, it was. You know, I I went to the I went to the rally when he was in. Uh, Real Rancho. Oh, I did too. That was a great rally, and it's yeah. There, there was like the thirteen protesters, yeah. maybe, uh-huh. maybe if there was that many, and they were just kind of off the side, and it's like we were all just laughing at them, you know. It's yeah. like there were there were tens of thousands of us, and there was like a dozen of them, and it's like, <laughs> yes, you guys are just brainwashed. You just believe this nonsense, and you don't even ask any questions. I know it was insane, but yeah, I've, I saw the crowds and everything. There's no way that he he could have lost because, like I said, if the thirteen people that were there representing him in each rally, if they're voting for Biden, he eighty one million. Come on, it yeah. was it was unbelievable. And and if you had been at the rallies, you'd have seen 
the people, the earnest in their eyes, and they're, you know, they don't look at him as a god. They look at him as a savior for the country. Right. You know, save us, help he's, us. He's our champion that we sent into the into the Colosseum to fight That's fight right. off the lion, <laughs> face the lion, <laughs> face the lion. You know. <laughs> But uh, yeah, and it's like that's that. That's it. We look at him as our champion that we sent in to fight for us, you know. Mm-hmm. And but not just not really f- fight for us, fight with us. Absolutely. Then that's exactly what he says. Yes. He he, he includes us in all of this. We, right. We're going to do this. this Everything campaign. is we, not me. Exactly. Yes. Yeah, I really appreciated that. Mm-hmm. So I um this this may seem like off topic but it's really not off topic because it has it ties into other things that we're going to be talking about on the show today and for those of you that are using online dating sites Mm. now the reason i'm mentioning this is because there is such a huge amount of scammers out there these days that are out to rip you off and steal your money by any means necessary, including infiltrating a online dating site. That's right. And, you know, they usually hit up on the older, lonely ladies. You right, know? which yeah. is disgusting. Uh-huh. You know, trying to rip off lonely people. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's, I, I think that ranks right up there with stealing Christmas presents from little kids. Uh, absolutely. You know that when you see them doing something like that, uh, they always have this pathetic story about they're sick or something or they have to bring their daughter from another country and they need this money and they'll pay you back as soon as they get back. But they work in oil fields over here so they can't see you till they get back with the daughter. And all this, you know, it, red flags should be popping up everywhere. If they're from another country or they're working in another country, why are they trying to date you here in this country? Right. You know, like it, uh, you think people would, you know, catch on, but you would be amazed how many people get ripped off on those. Oh, they dating do. Sites. And you know, the thing is, is from from what I understand, there are a number of things going on there. They've got these people will sometimes use bots. Mm. Okay, bots will, and and we're going to be talking about a, an AI project that's being worked on later on that's going to tie into this too, which is why I thought that this was interesting to talk about too, but. The bots will communicate with you. They'll upload pictures like from pictures that come from like professional models, you know, people that are doing advertisements for something like that. You can use, there's a, a Google app called uh, Google, what's it called? It used to be called Google Goggles. It's called something else now. I can't remember off the top of my head, but you can take a screenshot of that photo and it will do a search and it will find that photo or that likeness of that person all across the web. And then you know right off, it's like, oh, it's it's a fake. Yeah, but nobody knows about that little app that they uh, can I, search for. You know? I, I know. Yeah. So what they'll do is they'll create fake profiles. Bots will be communicating with you. And what they'll also, and I think that some of the dating sites are also actually creating pro, fake profiles to pump up the numbers uh, to to make it seem like they've got more members than they really do. Mm-hmm. And those profiles, I think, mostly just lay there kind of dead, and, and those nobody will ever communicate with you from those profiles. Mm-hmm. But the, the scammers and the bots, they will... There's, there's some warning signs, okay, in which you know that it, it's, it's a scam. It's a faker. So... The first thing was when they fall desperately in love with you. Immediately. They haven't even seen you. Yeah, and you're beautiful. Oh, my gosh, I love you. It's Mm -hmm. like, uh, wow. It's Mm -hmm. like, you know, and just shower you with compliments. Mm -hmm. 
Only compliments. They don't send anything. No gold, no diamonds, no jewelry. No, no. Just tell you how gorgeous they are and how rich That's they right. are. That's mm-hmm. right. So they'll, okay, so a few typical traits of a scammer's profile. First of all, the thing I just mentioned. Their profiles have very few images or images that seem to be model or glamour shot photos. You know? It's like you can tell. It's like, no, somebody just didn't take that with their camera phone. It's like that's like everything's just perfect. It looks like something that would be put in a magazine for an advertisement or something. And so despite looking for singles in your area, they work or live in another country. Now, if you're looking for somebody to go out with and date and hang out with, which is why that you date people, right? Mm -hmm. So you can actually have some physical company with somebody. Why would you look for somebody in another country or even even somebody across the country? That's right. Why would you do that? Mm-hmm. You know, a friend of mine had joined a dating site one time and she told me, this guy's really handsome and he has a lot of money and, and he loves me and everything. And I said, well, you haven't even met him. Yeah. And she showed me the picture and you know what it was? It's a picture of that guy that says, I don't always drink beer, but when I do. Oh, yeah. Like, well, you don't recognize that, him? It was. It was <laughs> that guy? It was, oh, my God. I said, you don't recognize him? He's on TV. Yeah, and really? I, I don't think he's trying to date you. No, not all. No. <laughs> What, what, uh, the most interesting man in the world. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I drink Dos Equis. Dos Equis, that's yeah, right. Yeah. I don't drink beer often, but when I do, I drink Dos Equis. Yeah, that was a picture she was showing me, and I thought, are you kidding me? Do you know who he is? That's like, oh my gosh, you're, da- <laughs> you're going to be dating the most interesting man in the world? That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. So needless <laughs> to say, nothing ever came of it. He did ask her for money in the long run. <sighs> yeah. So apparently the most interesting man in the world is kind of broke. He's broke. Broke is a joke. <laughs> wow. So mil- many scammers claim to be on military deployment mm-hmm. or another country. Now, I'll be honest with you. You know, I was on a dating site not too long ago. And I had, you know, I'm, I'm on to them, you know. I had somebody trying to scam me. And so I asked, oh, really? It's like, because I have a roommate, which is ex-military. I also have other people in the military, too. So... And when they try to scam me on something I'm really knowledgeable about, I, what I do is I back them into a corner, you know? And it's like, so, oh, really? Well, what kind of firearm do, do you carry for your standard issue for when you're, when you're deployed? And then they, they can't give me an accurate description of the weapon they carry. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. One thing I understand about being in the military is you have an intimate knowledge of your weapons. Uh, yeah, you've you got to know it inside and out. You yes. have to trust this weapon. That's right. You know what it is. You know how to break it down, take it apart, clean it, make sure it's all working. You certainly know what make and model it is. Yes. I mean, come on. <laughs> but he couldn't even say what gun. No, they couldn't say. <laughs> Dead giveaway. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so... This article also says on dating apps, scammers and bots will have very limited profile information. So, yeah, that's another thing, too, is the profile will be very limited. It'll say, you know, it'll have maybe one picture that looks like some kind of glamour shot or something from a magazine. And it'll say, you know, and not only that, what they'll do is look at the details in the, like, their age. Mm -hmm. And then... Like they'll have a location of where they're located. Yeah, the ones that I like are they're, they're, they're in huge yachts. You know, they have a picture in a yacht. Oh yeah. wow, it's like <laughs> I want to date somebody with a yacht. Yeah, immediately. It's like oh my gosh. Or you'll see somebody that has a picture of somebody that's obviously no older than maybe thirty mm-hmm. at the most, and they say they're sixty years old. 
I I I noticed somebody like that one time, and I and I came back. It's like that's absolutely amazing. It's like you're sixty years old. You look great. That's <laughs> you look phenomenal. I can't believe that. What's your secret? Yeah. Really. Well, let's see here. What else here? So, oh, here we go. Here's another thing too. They always try to take the conversation elsewhere. Now, these dating sites, they will. You know, they, they'll, if, if there's a communication going on in which somebody asks you for money on the, on the chat utility that's in the, in the app, mm-hmm. they can, their profile can instantly be removed. So they want to get you off of the app. They want to get you onto Skype or they want to get you on something else. Oh, so WhatsApp that they, and all that? Yeah, yeah. WhatsApp, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's another popular mm-hmm. one. They want to be able to get you off of the platform so that they can work their scam without the platform knowing about it. So the dating service is aware of the scammers that are asking for money, and they watch for that. I didn't. I didn't realize. Yeah, that. they watch for it, and and that's why these scammers they want to get you off the platform. So if they scam, try to scam you on the platform, I mean, instantly all you have to do is report them to the to the technical support on the site, and once they see that. That thing where they're trying to ask you for money, their profile gets deleted. They just build another one. They just build another yeah. one. You're right. They're they not, do. They're not going anywhere. You know, I I think that a lot of this scamming is going on on Facebook too, because this has happened to me numerous times. I have a lot of followers on Facebook, and I will sometimes get a message from a friend saying, "Hey, do you know that why why did you ask me to to be your friend on here when you're when I already am?" It's like. I didn't. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you'll look at the profile. What they'll do is they'll take a screenshot of like a picture from my profile, create a fake profile, and it has like no messages in it. I can tell you that there's an enormous amount of activity on my Facebook profile uh, going back years. You know, I'm, I, I'll put something on there almost every day. So when there is a profile that gets created under my name in which there are no posts, or, or like the one popular thing I see is like they'll all they'll have is posts like 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 copied from somebody else, you know, a, a message from somebody else, or happy birthday or something like that, and they'll just have multiple pictures of themselves posted in the in the in the chat or in the messages, mm-hmm. and no real information about the person on there. So, well, then you know that's that's a scammer. And they're trying to, I don't know what they're trying to do on Facebook well, when they do that. Well, it's a fake profile right away. You can tell because there's yeah. a lot of people that try to friend me. And I look at it. I don't just friend everybody. Yes, okay, whatever. And it's a picture. Like he has different pictures of himself. that he's And only three pictures. Right. No, no information. Right. No, no religious quotes, no political quotes. Nothing. No, nothing. Just no. pictures of him or something. So, yeah, yeah. You, you don't friend those. Well, know? yeah, I look at it this way. If I look at their profile and I, I don't see a, a really actual interesting history of messages on there in which they have common goals and interests that I have. It's like, why are you trying to friend me? That's right. It's like, you know, here you're, you're, you're trying to friend me. I'm a, I'm obviously a conservative. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm a freedom fighter. I'm involved in a lot of activist events. And if you're not at all interested in anything like that too, why would you be, why would you be messaging me? To scam you? Yeah. To scam me. <laughs> yeah. Ultimately, they're trying to get information from you so that they can steal your identity or or get money from you. You know, they're going to say that they're, 
you know, I, people, they'll say they're on deployment. To, you know, they'll say they're in another city, but then when it gets right down to talking, was, oh, really? It's like, well, you're in my neighborhood. Let's get together and hang out. Let's get this. Oh, well, I'm, I'm, I'm on military deployment and, and so-and-so. Um, that's what they'll say, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. The worst thing that you can do is give them any personal information, like your email or anything. Yeah, you know, you shouldn't. They shouldn't be asking you for stuff like that. You have a communication method already. Yeah, they shouldn't be asking you for more. Yeah. yeah. So, and and like you mentioned earlier, they'll they'll profess that love Ugh, that they love you early on. It's <laughs> yeah. like, how can you say you love somebody when you've never met them? Yeah, they could be a fake profile. <laughs> yeah, you think? Oh my gosh. Yeah. Let's see what's another one here. Oh, they avoid meetups. Absolutely. Of course, yeah. And it's like they'll they're in another state, they're in another country. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, I'm stuck out here. I need some money so that I can get back. Can can you help me out? Mm-hmm. Um stuff like that military deployment. Um they will say they're in another state um for some reason or another. And it says here, let's see, the inability to meet you may even be the supposed reason they first try to solicit money from a victim. Mm-hmm. They may claim to need money to buy a ticket to travel to meet you. If they need money to travel to meet you, you don't want to date them. Yeah, no, it's like, <laughs> what? You're that, you're that broke? It's like, <laughs> go away. Yeah, Can't go away. Can't even take you out to dinner. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, yeah. who's going to pay for dinner? Is it going to be me? <laughs> There'll be no end of it. Yeah, you won't even be able to afford to go Dutch. <laughs> That's true. So watch out who you're actually communicating with on a date. That's right. Yeah. So another thing you can do is these, a lot of these apps, they give you the ability to have a video chat. Now that's one way you can really get them. It's like, oh, really? Well, let's do a video chat. Yeah. I'm dying to see you. Yeah. Yeah. I want to see what you look like. It's like, oh, they're not going to do that. No No way. Because it's a bot. It's a bot. (laughs) That's right. Yeah. Yeah. What's a bot look like on camera? I'm not sure. Does it look oh. like a robot? No, a little. I think like a little happy face. A little maybe. happy face? Yeah. yeah. It doesn't look threatening at all. Yeah. Um, <laughs> let's see here. Yeah. I mean, so video chatting is super easy. You know, even people would just have smartphones. They can, they can use the video chatting app. Mm-hmm. Um, they're always eventually going to ask for money. Uh, that's the whole point. And, and you watch, you, you, you kind of pay attention to the, to the progression of the constant of the conversation. First of all, they're going to profess that they're in love with you. And it's like, and they're going to have, of course, this, this photo that looks like some kind of gorgeous model on there. It's like, you got to use your brain. It's like, why would this person be after me? Mm-hmm. Look at him. Yeah. Yeah. He could have anybody. Yeah. It's uh, like, um, but he wants me. He wants me. It's like, <laughs> I'll oh send him a thousand dollars. Another thing too, is they're going to, they're going to want help. Another way they do is they're going to ask for help with financial transactions. One thing I've heard is like they might actually mail you a bogus check and they want you to deposit it in your account and then in I immediately heard of that. yeah I yeah heard and of then that. immediately send them like a wire transfer. Mm-hmm. So so before that check is bounced out of your account. You've already sent them cash from your account. Mm-hmm. Now you're stuck with a check that's no good. No good. <laughs> Fake. Um, <clears throat> so that's ultimately what they're going to do. And, or, you know, like the, like the Saudi prince that, you know, is, that is, they need money deposited into an account in the U S mm-hmm. like know. he couldn't do it on his own. It's, this is a variation of the same scheme. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? Yeah, it is. So, Hey, coming up in the second hour, got a lot of good stuff we're going to talk about. I want to, in the second hour, 
I want to talk about, I want to dig into this omnibus spending bill. And I found a really great article on that. You know, honestly, I don't have the time or energy to read that 4,000 plus page. Who does? I, I don't. Yeah. So there was one group that apparently did read it and they pointed out a lot of really interesting facts about it, which I'm going to talk about that, that go into everything that we've been talking about so far. So we're going to talk about that, and then also we're going to talk about the Twitter files. So we'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. <laughs> 